0: Then to continue with the beginning of Volume Two, <coughs> on point number ninety-eight, the saying of Imam Al-Barbahari رحمه الله: أَنَّ أَهْلَ الْإِلْمِ لَمْ يَرْدُونَ قَوْلَ حَتَّى كَانَ فِي خِلَافَةِ بَنِي تَكَلَّمَتِ فِي أَمْرِ العام وقعوا عَلَى آثَارِ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ وَأَخَذُوا بِالْقِيَاسِ وَالْرَأِيِ وَكَفَّرُوا مَنْ خَالَفَهُمْ Saying of Abu Muhammad al-Barbahari رحمه الله And know that the scholars did not cease refuting the saying of the Jahmiyyah. Until in the Khilafah of Banu Abbas, the lowly and despicable folk, the spoke concerning public affairs, and they spoke against the narrations from Allah's Messenger, sallallahu and they adopted analogy and opinion. And they declared those who disagreed with them <coughs> to be disbelievers. Shaykh Fauzan, he said in explanation, he's saying, anna ahl lam And you should know that the people of knowledge did not cease refuting the saying of the jahmiyyah. Shaykh Fawzan said, the jahmiyyah a definition of them has proceeded already. That they are the followers of Al-Jahm ibn Safwan who propagated the foul saying that the Qur'an is a created thing. And who openly pro- proclaimed negation of the names of Allah and his attributes. And he had the saying of al-irajah of taking actions out of iman. And he had a foul madhab, foul path. So Sheikh Bauzan he mentioned some of the chief points of deviation of al-Jahandiz and Safwan. His saying that the of the creation, creation of the Quran he came with this saying: that the Quran is a created thing. He came with denying Allah's names and denying his attributes and he came with irjaa. Actions are outside Iman. He said and he had a foul mafab, a foul path. So his followers are called the jahmiyyah as an inscription to al-jahm. And from the most repugnant, from the worst, most ugly of his sayings of their sayings is the saying that the Qur'an is a created thing. And negating, denying the names and attributes from Allah the Perfect and Most High. And distorting the speech of Allah and the speech of His Messenger with falsehood. (laughs) Explaining it and distorting it with falsehood. So they they are the most dangerous of the sects and the most ugly of the sects and therefore the people of the Sunnah and the people of knowledge did not leave them alone rather they rebutted their doubts and refuted their sayings and demolished them and this is present in the books of the people of knowledge from them Sheikh lists some of the most famous works of the Imams of the Sunnah in refutation of the Jahmiyyah. So he said, From them is the refutation of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal upon the Jahmiyyah, and it is present and it is printed. In Arad ala, ala zunadika wal Jahmiyyah of Imam Ahmad. It's present, printed, now you can get the book. And from them, is the reputation of Uthman ibn Sa'id al-Darimi from Bishr al-Marisi al-Ali al-Darimi al-Bishr, al-Bishr al-Marisi al-Ali al-Darimi refutation of Bishr al-Marisi and it is printed also and from them is Bayanu Talbis al-Jahmiya of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiya and from them is Ijtima'u Jiyush al Islamiyah ala Ghazw al Muqattirah wal Jahmiyah of Ibn al Qayyim? So he mentions four of the books, or after many books of people of knowledge, Imam Ahmad's reputation of the Jahmiyah, Al Darimi's reputation of Bishr al Malisi, and Ibn Taymiyyah's Bayan Talbis al jahmiyyah and Ibn al Qayyim's Ijtima'u Jiyush al Then he said, He's saying, حتى كان في خلافة بن ال Abbas. The scholars carried on refuting the saying of Jahniyya, حتى كان في خلافة بن al Abbas. Until, in the Khilafah, the caliphate of Banu Abbas, the Abbasids, Sheikh Razan said, in the Khilafah of Al-Ma'mun, which was around the year 200 after the Hijrah. In the Khilafah of al mamun who was from the Ban abbas evil occurred. And those who are not suitable to speak, spoke. They spoke with regard to knowledge, and with regard to the fundamentals, those who are not suitable to speak the people who shouldn't be speaking at all began speaking about knowledge, about the fundamentals of the religion. And if a person speaks about something other than his own speciality then the affairs will be corrupted. So it is essential that no one speaks about the affairs of the religion and of knowledge Except the people who are specialised in it. And the people of knowledge. So the affairs will not be rectified by chaos. but everyone speaking. And claiming to have knowledge. As is present now. From those muta'alimeen. From those pretenders to knowledge. Those who ruminate upon questions of aqidah and speak about them. They speak about Iman and what is the reality of Iman. And they speak about things which they have no right to speak about at all. They've got no business at all to be speaking about those things. They have no knowledge and they did not learn with the scholars Rather, they just learned by themselves. And they rely upon their own understandings. And they start laying down principles from themselves and from their own understandings. So the affair is very dangerous. He said, He's saying, ال... فِي أَمْرِ الام. So then, and the Khalaf of Banu Abbas, the Rawaybida, the lowly, despicable folk, started speaking about Amr al-Armah, about general affairs, about public affairs, affairs of the masses and the people. Shah Barzan said, this occurs in a narration, idhaa taqallamati rawaybidah, that when ye Rawaybida, when these lowly, despicable folk, when they speak, that occurs in the narration. Shaykh Azan said, meaning this will be from the signs of the last hour that public affairs are spoken about by those who are not known for ilm, not known for knowledge. That will be from the signs of the hour. In a footnote here, they give a reference for the hadith. This hadith that's been referred to here is reported by Imam Ahmad in the Musnad and by Al-Bazzar in his Musnad and by Tahawi in Sharj mushtil Athar from Hadith anas that he said, Allah's Messenger صلى الله said, Before the last hour there will be years of deception in which a liar will be believed and a truthful person will be taken to be a liar and in which a treacherous person will be trusted. And in which a trustworthy person will be taken to be treacherous. And in it, the Rawaybidha will speak. So it was said, who are the Rawaybidha? So he said, the little evil one who speaks about the public affairs. The little evil one who speaks about the General affairs, public affairs. They mention Al-Hafid ibn Kathir said, in al mihaya fi fi-fil-fitan wal his chain of narration is good. As for the verifier of uh, the masnad, or one of the verifiers of the Musnad of Imam Ahmad, Shu'ayd al al he said in his checking of the Musnad of Ahmad, the hadith is hasan. This particular chain is weak as it contains Muhammad ibn Ishaq who is hasan in hadith, meaning normally, that he was a mudallis and he reports it here with anana. He just says from. He does not state that he directly heard it from his shaykh. He said from him. So that is a weakness. But overall, he said the hadith overall because of other sports meaning. Overall the hadith is hasan. As an addition to what occurs here, this hadith also occurs as a hadith of Abu Hurairah reported by Ibn Majah as hadith 4042 and by Al-Hakim and ah- by Imam Ahmad also and declared Hassan by Shaykh al-Albani in as sahihah number 1887 1887 Shaykh al Bani declares it Hassan because it has a number of chain chains which support it he also authenticates a hadith of Awf bin Malik with a single wording Radhiallahu An Awf Malik Allah reported by Al-Bazzar and Al-Tabrani and he brings up in as sahihah Hadith 2253, 2253 So in other words, this hadith is reported from a number of the companions, of the Allah. Back to what uh, Shaykh al-Bawzan mentioned, he said that this occurs in a narration that when the Rawaybidah, the lowly despicable people speak that this will be from the signs of the hour that they speak about the public affairs those people who are not known for having knowledge. This is the Rawaybidah the lowly, despicable folk and their speaking is one of the signs of the hour. So it is not right that a person should speak, such a person should speak about the public affairs and about the general matters in matters which affect everybody. No one should speak about that. Except for the people of knowledge, those who are firmly grounded in knowledge. And this should not be entered into by everyone. Just as just as he the most high said, وَلَو, ولو رَدُّوهُ إِلَى الْرَسُولِ وَإِلَىٰ أُولِي الْأَمْرِ مِنْهُمْ لَعَلِمَهُ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَنْضِطُونَهُمْ مِنْهُمْ So to miss that, the fourth surah, ayah 83, with the explanation And if some matters relating to public safety or fear come to them, they broadcast it. And if only they had referred it back to the messenger. And to, and to those charged with authority amongst them, then the reality of the matter would be known to those who are able to verify and deduce. Mm-hmm. Sheikh Bazan said, "So public affairs, a moral arm, affairs affecting everybody, public in general. So public affairs affecting the nation, the ummah." Are not to be spoken about except by the people who are specifically qualified to do so. He said, His saying, وَفَأَنُوا عَلَىٰ آثَارِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّىٰ اللهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ And they spoke against the narrations of Allah's Messenger صلىٰ اللهُ عَلَيْهِ وسَلَّمَ Sheikh said, They interfered even in the ahadith. They made attacks upon them. Well, they said they make attacks upon them. And they write works. And declare things authentic. And declare things weak. And they are not known for knowledge. And they did not learn knowledge. And they are not from the narrators of hadith. Nor from the imams of hadith. So they are therefore Rawaydidah. Lowly, despicable, these lowly, despicable folk. They stand up and they start speaking about the most dangerous thing, which is the science of hadith and the knowledge of narration. He said, He's saying, and they adopted analogy and opinion. And they declared anyone who disagreed with them to be disbelievers. Sheikh Fazan said, What is meant by Qiyas, analogy here, is Al Qiyas al baatul is false analogy. As for Al Qiyas al Sahih, as for correct analogy, then that is from the fundamental, from the under underlying fundamental evidences with the people of knowledge. However, false analogy, such as drawing analogy between the Creator and the creation, or making analogy between a matter and another matter which has no connection to it, and does not have a common underlying factor. The lack of that is false analogy. Making an analogy between the Creator and the creation it is a false analogy, of course. Or making an analogy between one matter which is not connected to the matter you are drawing and making an analogy with. Because they have no linking, underlying factor. Then he said, because al-qiyas, analogy, is ilhaq far'in bi aslim fil huqmi li jami'atin baynahuma. He gives a definition of correct analogy which is something like that fiyas analogy is joining a matter, a far Joining a matter which we do not find a text for. Joining it to a matter which there is a text for, a an asr. And so applying a ruling to it <coughs> on account of there being an underlying factor, illa, common to both of them. Briefly mentioned, meaning that uh, the scholars mentioned that the analogy is that you have a matter in front of you that you don't know a text for. The scholar has to give a judgment on it, has to give a ruling to it, but he doesn't find a text to give a ruling to it. So he looks for something similar that there is a text for. There's a definite text for that thing. And between the two, there must be an underlying reason that is present in both of them. So that the one that we have the ruling for, whether it's for example it's something forbidden, then the reason it's forbidden is because of a certain reason. And we find that, cert- that same reason present in a thing that we don't have a text for. So therefore we make an analogy. We say this thing that doesn't, we don't have a ruling for, it has this underlying reason, this underlying cause. Which is the same underlying cause of that thing over there and that has a text to say it's forbidden. So therefore we make an analogy and we declare this thing forbidden because they both have that common illa, that common underlying factor. So then the sheikh finishes this part by saying so if there is no illa, there is no common underlying factor common to both things then it will be a false analogy, false and futile analogy. And that's where Sheikh Ghazan ends explanation of that, that part of the point as for the explanation of Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi then he said to the beginning here that the people of knowledge continued re- rebutting the saying of the Jahmiyyah until it was the, the Khilafah of Banu Abbas Sheikh Ahmed said he was here narrating the condition was present and the Khilafah of Banu Abbas. The beginning of it obviously there was the Khilafah of Banu Umayyad and that was followed by the Khilafah of Banu Abbas, the Umayyad uh, Caliphate, followed by the Abbasid uh, Caliphate. So, the second one of these, the Abbasid, the Khilafah of Banu Abbas, he said the beginning of it was upon good, but then the affairs changed after the, after the year 200. When they changed, when <coughs> the Khalifa al mamun accepted the call of the Mutazila, He accepted it and became convinced that the Qur'an is something created. And he called the people of knowledge to accept this innovation. And to accept this saying, which is kufr, disbelief. So therefore fitna occurred, discord, tremendous discord occurred. A tremendous trial occurred, which continued after the year, from, from the year 200 onwards, and for 12 years of the Khilafah of Al-Ma'moon, and Al-Mu'tasim, and Al-Wafiq, until the Khilafah was taken on by Al-Mu'tawakkil, Al-Allah. So for these three Khalifas Al-Ma'moon, and Al-Mu'tasim, and Al-Wafiq, then fitna continued. And then Al-Mutawakkil Allah came and then the people of the Sunnah and the Jama'a and the carriers of Hadith had some respite there. And it was the people of falsehood who were then curbed, put down. However, after Al-Mutawakkil passed away then the Khalifas, the Khulafa, they lost their authority. After that time, the, the Khalifas, they began to lose their authority and the Khilafah became just a name without any reality and If somebody was in the position, he a Khalifa he had no real authority anymore and it became an outer form without a true reality behind it and that was because the Turkic people the Turks they gained ascendancy and they took hold of the reality of authority and came to actually control the Khilafah <coughs> just as they wished <laughs> they could bring whoever they wanted and appoint him, and they could kill this one as they wished. And then after that, authority passed away from the Turks, the Turkic people, and passed to Banu Buya. Banu Buya. As a side point here, this Banu Buya, they ruled roughly from the year 325, roughly. 325 after the Hijrah, till about the year 450 after the Hijra. So then, after these Turkic people had authority, then it passed to Banbuya, then to Al-Jarakisa, the Circassians, until the Khilafah was ended in the year 656 referring to there, Sheikh Ahmad, in the year 656 the affair had become so, so bad, that's when the Mongols invaded and they decimated Baghdad and burnt down the capital Baghdad and they killed the Khalifa in the year 656 as the Shaykh said, and that's when the Khilaf was put an end to and then the saying of Umar عنه, was realized came into it was, it was seen in effect that he said, we are a people who used to be the most humiliated people, but then Allah gave us strength and honour through Islam. So whenever we seek to attain honour by other than that which Allah gave us honour through, then Allah will humiliate us. In the footnote, I mentioned this narration being reported by Al Hakim in his Mustadrak. And he declared it authentic from Umar and likewise al Dahabi agreed. Then Shaykh Ahmed finished by saying, Except for the fact that the Ahl Sunnah wal-Jama'ah, and the people of Hadith, and the people of true Aqidah, have not ceased being established upon their Aqidah. Not being harmed by whoever opposes them. And therefore he, in the author al bar therefore he made an exception by saying, إِلَّا مَنْ ثَبَتَ عَلَىٰ قَوْلِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم The part that will follow inshaAllah. Except for those who remained firm upon the saying of Allah's Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم and his command, or what he was upon, and his prohibition, to the end of the saying. As for the continuation of the point that occurs on page 9, then Shaykh al-Ratah Imam al-Barbahari رحمه الله he said, so, الجاهل question والذي لا علم له حتى كفروا من حيث لا يعلمون فهلكت question الأمة من question وكفر من question وتزندقت من question is, من question وتفرقت the question إلا من ثبت على قول رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وأمره وأمر أصحابه ولم يتخطأ أحدا منهم ولم يجاوز أمرهم ووسعه ما وسعهم ولم يرغب عن طريقتهم ومذهبهم وعلم أنهم كانوا على الإسلام الصحيح والإيمان الصحيح فقلدهم دينه واستراح وعلم أن الدين إنما هو بالتقليد والتقليد لأصحاب محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم Saying of Imam al-Barbihari رحمه الله so the ignorant, the inattentive, and the one having no knowledge entered into their saying. He's referring to what we've done before about the jahmiyyah, and they're introducing false piyas, false analogy, and their own opinions and the like. He said, so the ignorant, the inattentive, and the one having no knowledge entered into their saying. So therefore they entered into disbelief without knowing. And the Ummah was ruined in a number of ways. Committed disbelief in a number of ways. Committed heresy in a number of ways. And went astray in a number of ways. And it split and innovated in a number of ways except for those who remained firm upon the sayings of Allah's Messenger wasallam, and upon what he was upon and what his companions were upon who did not go beyond what they had been upon and did not overstep their affair whatever sufficed them, sufficed him and he did not wish to turn away from their way and their position. He knew that they were upon the correct Islam and the correct true faith. Iman. So he followed them in his religion and found peace. And he knew that the religion lies in following. Taqlid, and that those who are meant to be followed are the companions of Muhammad Wasallam. Shaykh Farzan, hafizullah, he said he's saying فَدَخَلَ فِي قَوْلِهِمُوا الْجَاهِلُوا وَالْمُغَفَّلُوا وَالَّذِينَا إِرْمَ لَهُ so the ignorant people the inattentive ones and the one having no knowledge entered into their saying he said meaning the door was opened for everyone it was open for every Tom, Dick and Harry The door became open for everybody. They began speaking about the affairs of knowledge. Right until now, as you know. I mean, that's continued from then, right until these days, as you know. On account of these satellite channels. I mean, these days it carries on. On account of these satellite channels. And this speech. And this chaos with regard to knowledge has reached the extent that the common masses of people speak about the matters of knowledge. And they raise doubts with regard to them. They raise doubts about the mass of knowledge. They raise doubts about the Islamic rulings. They raise doubts about the verdicts of the Imams. And as has proceeded... They declare those who disagree disagree with them to be disbelievers. To the extent that they declare the earlier Imams to be disbelievers. And to have been ignorant people. And to the extent that some of them say, I am a person and Ahmad ibn Hanbal was a person. We are men and they were men. Malik was a man and I am a man this is the level that the situation has reached with them. That there is no special distinction for the saying of the Imams. It's the like of these people, they don't care. Imam malik Imam Ahmad, m, it's just a man. He's a man and I'm a man. Same thing. Allahumma He said, Shaykh said, He's saying, حَتَّى كَفَرُوا مِنْ حَيْتُوا لَا To the extent that they committed disbelief in a way which they did not know. Sheikh Bazam said they came they entered disbelief they committed disbelief in a way that they did not know. So a person may say a saying of kufur disbelief and he does not know that it is a saying of disbelief on account of his being ignorant. So he says that which is disbelief and he promotes disbelief and he doesn't even know that it is disbelief, Kufr. On account of his having entered into something which he is not proficient in. So the danger is very great for him and for the nation, for the Ummah. If the danger were just restricted to him, the one who is speaking, it would be easier. But the problem is that this spreads throughout the Ummah, throughout the nation. He's saying, فَحَلَكَتِ الْأُمَّةُ مِنْ وُجُوهِ فَكَفَرَتْ مِنْ وُجُوهِ So the, the ummah, the nation became ruined. Through a number of dis- different ways. And committed disbelief. In a number of diff- different ways. Sheikh said, meaning. They confused and deceived the ummah, the, the nation. And they entered weaknesses into it. Until there came to be from them those people who adopt sayings of disbelief. And they say these are sayings of scholars. Just as they say about the saying of Al-Jaham and the Mutazila. They say these are sayings of the scholars. Meaning people in the, the, the Ummah. They come and they start spouting things which are from the jah- from Jaham. Or from the Mutazila, And they say these are sayings of scholars. It's sayings of people of knowledge. Shaykh said to the extent that they write in the newspapers, these scholars say, or rather he said that they say to the scholars, I mean to, they say about the true scholars, the ulama, you people, you restrict the truth to just yourselves, and you throw away the sayings of the imams, <coughs> such as Ibn Sina, and Ibn Arabi, and ibn Safwan and those people are scholars who have their value and this is the life of the thing that they say in the newspapers about the true scholars, that you ignore these these great scholars here and they are saying you just discard their sayings Shaykh Al-Zan said he saying Mujuhin, Min and they committed heresy in different ways and went astray in different ways and they split and they innovated in different ways Shafi said all of these calamities were on account of the ignorant people entering into the matters of knowledge and on account of having little fear of Allah the perfect and most high so when they had very li- very little fear of Allah they entered into these matters and therefore one of the salaf said Allah wara'uhum their wara' their piety was very slight so that is why they spoke the shaykh said as for a person who fears Allah the mighty and majestic then he doesn't enter into anything except that he is proficient in it he doesn't enter into anything if he is not proficient in it and not from his people in particular, the affairs of the religion. He said, he's saying, إِلَّا مَنْ ثَبَتَ عَلَى قَوْلِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ wa amri وَأَمْرِ أَصْحَابِهِ وَلَمْ يَتَخَطَّى أَحَدًا مِنْهُ Except, that was the state of the people. Except for those who remained firm upon the saying of Allah's Messenger, the sayings of Allah's Messenger, صلى الله عليه وسلم, and upon what he was upon and upon what his companions were upon and do not step beyond it do not step beyond any of them was answered they were not secure from these calamities from disbelief and deviation and misguidance and diverting from the correct way and from mutual enmity and from cutting off ties with each other no one was safe from this, these calamities except those who adhered to that which Allah's Messenger, sallallahu and his companions were upon. Just as he, sallallahu said, said, just as he, sallallahu said and my nation will split into 73 sects all of them will be in the fire except for one they said who is it? the Messenger of Allah he said those who are upon that which I and my companions are upon they mentioned the checking as proceeded, and the hadith as we had before was reported by Tirmidhi and Al-Hakim and others and he said Hassan by Shaykh al-Albani the Shaykh said He's saying, وَوَسِئَهُ مَا ahum," And who found sufficiency in whatever sufficed them? The person, the first of on correctness, who sufficed himself, found as found, found sufficient, what was sufficient for the companions? The Sheikh said, and it is the Book and the Sunnah, and that which the Salaf al-Salaf, the righteous predecessors, were upon, from the companions and the Tabi'een, and the most excellent generations and the Imams. However, the problem lies in those people who say, they were men and we are men. And their speech has no distinction over our speech. And that is the problem. These, these people who say that about the Salaf, they say, they were men and we were men. Their speech is no different to our speech. Shaykh said, his saying Wa Ali Ma'anna Humkanu Al Islam is Sahih, Wa Iman is Sahih. And he knows that they were upon the correct Islam and upon the correct Iman, correct true faith. Sheikh Wazan said, just as he the most high said, Wassah bifun aluna min al Muhajideen Tabauhum the So sort of Toba ninth Sora one hundred with the explanation. And the first and foremost ones from the Muhajireen and the Ansar, and those who followed them, upon goodness. Shaykh Rauzan said, he, alayhi salatu wa s said, alaykum bi sunnati, wa sunnati al-khalafai r Rashidin al-mahdiyina min ba'di. He, sallallahu alayhi wa s said, adhere to my sunnah, and the sunnah of the rightly guided orthodox khalafaa after me. The hadith, being a part of the haditha al-Fanis haditha al-Irba'a bin Sariya radiallahu anh reported by Ahmad and Abu Dawda and Ibn Majah and by the Sahih by Shaykh al The Shaykh said so whoever wants salvation then this is the path to it and the one who does not want salvation will have whatever he chooses for himself but the harm is not restricted to him Rather, he will also carry the sins of the people along with his own sin. The one who misguides other people. He will carry the sins of the mankind, mankind the sins of the rest of the people who follow him, along with his own sin. He, the Most High, said, أَوْزَارَهُمْ كَامِلَةً وَمِنْ أَوْزَارِ الَّذِينِ So from Nahu, the 16th surah, fire twenty-five, with the explanation, so they will carry the burden. They will carry their burdens of sin, completely, on the day of resurrection, and the sins of those and they will carry it from the sins of those whom they misled also, without knowledge. Indeed, what an evil bur- burden they will bear! Shah said, "There is no doubt that the companions." And the most excellent generations are the ones who were upon correct Islam and the correct religion. So how can you abandon them and go instead for those for whom there is no guarantee that he is upon the correct religion and that he is upon the truth. So he's saying فَقَلَّدَهُمْ so, this person followed them in his religion and was at peace. Shaykh Bazan said, قَلَّدَهُمْ Meaning, he followed them. اِتَّبَعَهُمْ Means, he followed them. وَالَّذِينَ اَتَّبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ Same ayah as mentioned before. The explanation, and those who followed them upon good. So, what is meant by taqlid is al ittiba here. What is meant by taqlid here is ittiba, following. He said, he's saying, وَعَلِمَ أَنَّ الدِّينَ إِنَّمَا هُوَ بِالْتَقْلِيدِ Wa taqlid? wa taqlidu li ashabi Muhammadin sallallahu and he knew, this person knows, that the religion is just in following. And that the ones to be followed are the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Shaykh Razan said, as we have mentioned, what is meant by taqleed here what is meant by taqleed mean here is correct taqleed, correct following, which is ittiba Just as Yusuf alayhi salam said إني تركت ملَّة قوم لا يؤمنون بالله وهم بالآخرة هم كافرون واتبعت ملَّة آباء إبراهيم وإسحاق ويعقوب. So Yusuf the twelfth surah, ayah thirty seven and thirty eight, with the explanation. Yusuf alayhis salam said, I have abandoned, I have left altogether, I have left the religion of a people who do not truly believe in Allah, who do not truly believe in and worship Allah alone and who deny the hereafter and I have followed the religious way of my forefathers Ibrahim and Ishaq and Yaqub Ittiba'at, I have followed it Shaykh Fazan said so following of the righteous predecessors, Salaf al-Salih this is the truth and there is no blame at all for following them Indeed, blameworthiness is only for those who follow people who are not deserving of being followed. And who take as an example those who are not befitting to be taken as examples. And Just finally, without going on too long, Sheikh Shaykh Ahmad, Najmi, rahimahullah, makes a point here. He said, a point of slight objection to a wording. He said, the author is saying here, inna ma and you should know that the religion is just taqlid. He said a point of objection is to, be, is to be raised against him here for the wording. Because taqlid means ittiba' bila dalil. It means to follow without a proof. It means to blindly follow. Follow without a proof. So if he had said the deen is ittiba' use this word. The religion is to follow the book of Allah, the mighty and majestic. And the sunnah of his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa upon the understanding of the salaf of this ummah from the companions and tabi'een and those who followed them upon good from the bearers of hadith and narrations this wording would have been what is correct because it conforms to what Allah has commanded with in his book when he said وَأَنَّ هَذَا سِرَاطِي مُسْتَقِيمًا فَأْتَبِئُوهُ وَلَا تَأْتَبِئُوا السُّبُلَ فَتَفَرَّقُ بِكُمْ عَنْ سَبِيلِهِ ذَلِكُمْ بِهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَأْتَقُونَ Surah anam the 6th Surah, ayah 153. The explanation: And this is my straight way, tabi'u. so therefore follow it. And do not follow the separate paths, the divergent paths, which will take you away from His path. He has enjoined you with that, so that you should be people who are beautiful to Him. The sheikh said, And He says, la unzila ilaykum min rabbikum, wa la min dunihi Surah Al A'raf, the seventh surah, ayah 3, the explanation follow what has been sent down to you from your Lord and do not follow any others besides him in disobedience to Allah. Mm. Little it is that you take admonition. <coughs> Shaykh Ahmad concludes by saying, So, following for those, for the salaf, those who were before us upon mm. the narration. On proof from the Book and the Sunnah, this is the truth, and Allah is the one who grants success.